Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto and this is a special edition of the Two Robbies podcast. I sat down with Jordan Henderson to talk about the season so far, his relationship with Fabinho midfield, how he adapted his game over the years at Liverpool and also how, if anything, has changed with Jurgen Klopp with his almost six years the football club. So Liverpool's injury issues, Jordan, uh, of last season are well documented. Um, most are back fit now and the group is looking pretty strong so far the first part of the season. How would you summarise how the squad looks at this moment? I think it looks strong. You know, we've started the season really well. We've got great depth within the squad. The team's been rotated at times but always looked uh, strong and performance level has been good. So that's important because you're going to need everyone throughout the season with, with the number of games that we've got. So, overall, it's been a positive start, um, but still a long way to go. Mm. And yourself, we talk about injuries. You were one of the players that missed a big chunk towards the end of last season with a groin injury. How is it and how are you and, and does it bother you at all now? No, I feel really good. I mean, good shape. You know, I'm, of course, I missed the end of the season and then sort of done well to, 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 to get back for the Euros but still wasn't sort of 100%. But, yeah, trained and trained um, for, for like a, a pre-season after that on my own and then with the team. So I've had quite a long time of, of building back up um, and training. So it's nice to be back playing games um, and physically feeling good. I'm sure it's nice as well, mate, to be playing games in midfield. And uh, you and Fabinho, of course, have looked really good together. Give us a little insight into what it's like playing with Fabinho in that area and how your role kind of changes when you play with him. Yeah, I love playing with Fab. You know, he's such a fantastic player, reads the game so well, breaks play up, good on the ball. And, yeah, to play with him is is, is amazing, really, you know, especially when I'm playing in the eight, a little bit more advanced, you know, when you've got him behind you to protect and sort of stop counter-attacks and stuff, it's gives me a little bit more licence to get forward, which, which I've been enjoying. Um, but, yeah, incredible player and um, fantastic to play with. Mm. And Anfield, mate, what, tell us what it's like with those fans back in the stadium and playing in front of them again this season. Yeah, incredible. You know, it's amazing to have them back, of course, at Anfield, you know, but everywhere, really, away games with the atmosphere and stuff have, has been much, much better. Totally different game without them as as we've seen over the past year or so so no amazing to have all the fans back in the stadiums and it makes such a big difference to the players and the, and the way football's played really Do you think it adds a focus to the players like there's instant feedback now when you're playing like I'm sure it's crazy with nobody in the stadium do you think it puts certain players under a bit more pressure or is it, does it sharpen up your game a little bit with the fans being in there? I think it just adds a bit more of the emotional side in you know when you sort of re- you can hear the crowd reacting to certain things, and yeah, of course it'll apply more pressure at times to to to, to players. So that's all part and parcel of football. You know that's what we've grew up grew up with. So 
to not have that was a different experience and, and it was it wasn't the same of course um so like i said to have them back it's um it's been amazing mm. just thinking about yourself jordan with your career there i think it's i think 10 years now at the football club do you feel like when you look back at the beginning of your career at liverpool did you ever think it would go on this long and i guess more importantly if you had to adapt your game to remain a, a really important part of the team over that period of time to be honest, when I first came, you never really think about how long you're going to be there. You just sort of know that you're coming to a, a huge football club and you want to give absolutely everything to to be successful there. And that's that's all I continue to do. No one ever knows how long something's going to last. Of course, one day it's it's going to stop, but I hope hopefully that won't be for a, a very long time. Um, but you, you just never know in football. You know, it changes so quickly. So for me, I just yeah enjoy playing for this this club every single day in training, every game, and try and give me absolute everything to, to be better, to try and help the team become successful. And, yeah, that's, that's all I've ever tried to do. And that, when that, to the answer to your, to your second question in terms of um, have I adapted my game, I think I've learned and improved my game over the number of years that I've been here, especially under Jürgen, who, you know, I probably would, at the beginning of, of playing more of a six and a, and a deeper midfielder I'd never really done before. I feel as though since I started playing there a few years ago, you know, it was difficult at the beginning, but I learned and learned, improved, improved, and I think I can play that position well now, but also I can still play my natural position, which is an ear getting up and down, box to box, a bit more of all action as well, which, which I enjoy. So I have, I would say I have adapted and I have learned different ways in how I play, but that's part and parcel of. Of, of being a footballer, you always learn, you always want to improve and, and be better and be able to adapt in, in different positions wherever the team need need us really. And um, There were times last year I had to play centre-half, which I didn't particularly, particularly enjoy, but sometimes you've got to just do it for the team and, and what's needed, and I'll always, I'll always do that. So, yeah, I, I think there's parts of us that has adapted, and I think that's essential in modern-day football, but at the same time, there's still attributes there that I've had my whole career as a, as a player, really. Yeah, interesting. Last one, mate, just, just in terms of talking about change and, and adapting, do you think Jurgen Klopp, we're almost at six years now at the football club, can you give us, like... A thought of whether you think he's changed. Has the club changed him? How different is he now than what he was at the start of his reign at Liverpool? I think the gaffer will always try and improve as well and be better and look at different ways tactically and how he can improve his squad, how he can improve the players that he has and how to be successful. So, of course, I think he'll always continue to to progress and, and want to improve as a manager and he's done that since he first came to the club you know he's what he's what he's achieved here and what he's done for this football club is is incredible and, and like I say hopefully there's even more to come in the in the near future Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil Rob, it's fascinating, isn't it, when you think of Jordan Henderson? I mean, I go back to the time he was signed from Sunderland to Liverpool. And I, and I, and I can remember distinctly, so Alex Ferguson had made some comment about this midfield player with a funny running gait that he never thought would be a top-class player. And kind of, you know, when someone like Sir Alex makes that kind of, 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 of comment, people stand up and listen. And 
kind of put him on the back foot a bit with Liverpool. So in terms of mm. from when he started and obviously taking over from Stephen Gerrard as captain, I think he's had to come through some difficult times, hasn't he, to, to, to get to where he is today. Yeah, and it takes all types. It takes all types of footballers to make a team. And, mm. and, and, and uh, Jordan Henderson is never going to be that super technical Thiago type or or even Steven Gerrard's kind of ability, but he, but he's proved to be important over a long period of time. And that's valuable. And I value that because I, I, I was similar and not at his level, of course, or at that level of club, but I had to adapt my game. And that's why I asked him about adapting his game and, you know, his, his adaptation and improvement needed to stay at Liverpool football club, you know, a giant of a club and how he kind of talked about, Jurgen Klopp basically taught him how to play as the holding player, the number six that Fabinho is doing right now. Mm. But it was interesting. He kind of smiled and talked about, but it's a number eight that I'm natural, really. Box yeah. to box, getting forward to try and help create and score, but also get back and, and help as well. So a, a good example of a player that's used everything that he's got, a particularly strong mind and leadership abilities mm. to have a pretty fantastic career at this club. Just finally, mate, we, we went to uh, Liverpool's training ground. The start of the season, they won the title. They just won the Champions League. And we sat down with Jordan Henderson then, didn't we? And I remember we were in a call heading back to hotel and said, he's right up for it, isn't he? He's, this team looked like they're right up. And I know you touched on spirit in the interview with, with Jordan here. Mm. Do you get the sense they're in that kind of space again? Like, they're right up for it again? Yes, I do. And, you know, I thought after he answered that question, I thought, well, maybe, maybe that's a silly question. He's always going to mm. say, yeah, we're up for it. But the way that he kind of like laughed is like, really? You don't think that we're going to be up for a title challenge? And he's, and, he, and yeah, yeah. But I wanted to ask a question. I think yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Mm. Like Jurgen Klopp after a disappointing season, you know, yeah. way off the pace last year, you know, not like them at all. Can they regroup and go again? I guess he's always going to say, yeah, but I think we're seeing it. I think we're seeing it now with the way the team is playing and the drive is there. Anfield is buzzing full of fans again. They want another title, Rob, mm. where they can properly celebrate when they lift that trophy. But it's a, long, a lot of work to do. And uh, it just it's just confirmation that, yeah, he's up for it. Yeah. The team are up for it. We've watched the, the games recently. And they look pretty blimming good as well. So, yeah, it, it was fascinating some of the answers he gave there. And, uh, you know, you can we can read between the lines a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Being exactly. players and, mm. and understand what he means. And uh, he looks pretty confident that they can, they can win it this year. Final question, my friend. And we asked Lady Lowe on the lowdown um, about a week ago, same question. Is Jordan Henson now a Liverpool legend? Is he in that category of legends at this great football club who've had some magnificent players down the, the route? You know what? It, it's a difficult question. I'm going to say yes, because you win the Premier League title. Mm. You lift the, the European Champions League as captain. That, that's kind of legendary. Is he a legendary Liverpool footballer in terms of that side of things? Maybe not. It's, been, it's a brilliant club with some amazing players. Stephen Gerrard was such an amazing player, Rob, but didn't have the success that Jordan yeah, Henderson said. So mm. he may, you could maybe cruelly say that he's benefited from mm. a club that got took over by an unbelievable manager and he's had a great run. But when you see the images of, of, of Jordan Henderson with his mouth mm -hmm. wide open, mm -hmm. screaming and lifting those trophies, 
that's pretty special. So, yeah, he's going to go down as a Liverpool legend. Brilliant stuff, mate. Uh, great interview with, with Jordan Henderson. Great to get an insight into an England captain. Let's see if they can go on and, and finish off and win that title again this year. We're going to take a break as the Premier League grinds to a halt for international games. We'll be back next week to take a look at match week eight. And don't forget, we've got the FanFest coming up from LA at the Coliseum. If you want to get tickets for that, go to NBCSports.com. Backslash Premier League Mornings Lives. You can get tickets and come down and see Mr. Musto, Mr. Earl. The two Robbies will be there, Tim Howard and our very own Lady Low. But for now, I'm Earl, he's Musto. Together with the two Robbies, thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.